Hey, Alyssa. Hey, Sam. Are you ready for I'm today's... Wait! Sorry! For today's festivities. Yeah, I am ready for hey, today's Hey, what happened to your hand? Oh, when I was cleaning the hot tub. You, scra- you cut yourself with glass? I don't know if it was with glass or if I was just like rubbing so vigorously mm. <laughs> that like I hit it. But yeah, I noticed it right after I was cleaning the hot tub. Ouch. I know. For anyone listening, I broke glass into our hot tub. <laughs> you know. And by our, I mean like Matt and Sam's. <laughs> Oh, my hot tub. It happens. It doesn't feel like my hot tub anymore anyways because I can't go in it. I know. It's a fucking sham. I'm this like, is the sham of pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a God. lie. Honestly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm fucking ready, man. Okay, cool. <laughs> Stuck at the office for a traffic jam. Time to take it easy with a and Sam. Is that show you know? A pro. So for today's episode, here's like the situation. Huge congratulations to my business partner and best friend, soul sister, on her class five driver's license. Thank you. She's a fully licensed driver. Are we going to break down how fucking stupid ICBC is? Yeah, 100%. In this episode, we're going to break down everything. So this is how it came about. Sam got her class five which anybody who doesn't know i guess it's i think it's like a bc thing mostly it is yeah yeah we get our license our driver's license at 16 you get your learner's permit and you can drive with an adult over the age of 25 who has a full license uh and basically that's it and then a year later and there there is like a bunch of other restrictions like actually there's like time restrictions that you're not supposed to be driving at which like oh really yeah which like that they're like pretty fucking lenient on obviously but Mm -hmm. like I'm pretty sure it's like after mid- midnight. I have to look into it. Anyways, yeah, nobody okay. follows those rules anyways. But the you can't drive alone, basically, at an L with yeah. an L. Yeah. Uh, and then a year later, you get your N, which is um, just like a, I think it's called the graduated license or something like that. I don't know. I'm not it's like. It's called novice drivers. You're a yeah. novice. And there's restrictions on that as well. But essentially, you can now drive yourself. And you can also drive one other passenger. But you can drive more people if you have a driver in the car with a full license over the age of 25. Or if they're your immediate family. Yeah. Not cousins. Yeah. (laughs) Brother, (laughs) sister, mother, father. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then two years later, you get your full license. You can uh, test for your full license. So it's this like huge thing. You can take this like program. I took it where you get your full license after a year and a half of having your N. But it's like this this whole long drawn out process before you can actually get your license. So essentially, if you don't take that program, you don't actually get your full license until you're 19. Yeah. And it's also worth noting, too, um, for people that are over the like legal drinking age, if you have an L or an N, you can't have any alcohol in your system at all while you drive. Yeah. Not that you should be driving while like drinking heavily anyway. or anything, but yeah. like a drink. No. Yeah. Even like, a drink tolerance. after like 45 minutes absolutely not yeah because you don't know how long how fast that metabolizes in your body anyway so sam tested for her license and got it at uh at 27 27, hey man you got it before you were 28 almost yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, almost 28 and this brought about an idea in my mind where i was like sometimes i just think these tests that we have to take are fucking stupid those ones are outrageous so like the first one um 
I just have to like really go in depth with like how fucking stupid this is. But okay, hold on. I'm gonna quickly say we're gonna yeah go ahead. We're gonna break down in this episode. We're definitely gonna get into Sam's whole situation, but we're gonna break down tests. <laughs> This is just like our podcast where we're like, we know best about everything. <laughs> this is how it should be done. We're going to break down different tests we took throughout our like adolescence or I guess adult, adult years and tell you why they're fucking stupid and what we should do instead. I agree. Anyway. Okay. Let's dive in. So, okay. So first of all, for those curious about like why I didn't get my license when I was younger, um, the biggest reasons was that first of all, I didn't drink. So I knew that I, and I was virtually the only person in our high school that didn't drink so I knew that I would be DD <laughs> if I ever got my license and then also I knew I was going to move to Vancouver right after and they have like good transit so I was like I can't fucking really afford to like get a car and have a car and have insurance and stuff like that in um Vancouver anyways and I'm going to be taking transit so like whatever you know so it wasn't a necessity and I continued to take transit throughout like most of my you know like adulthood like living on my own kind of thing and then I think I was 22 when I decided I was finally going to go get my L, my my N, sorry, because I had my L. Like, to, to get your L, you have to go in and do, like, a, um, just, like, a written test, basically. Yeah, it's on, like, a computer, but it's, like, a multiple-choice situation. Yeah, and it's pretty, it's pretty hard to fail that test if you've studied, like, literally at all or mm-hmm. you have, like, common sense kind of thing. Um, so most people do get the, their, their L on their first try, and then that's when you can start tra- driving, Um, but I was 22 and my partner was also 22 at the time. So like I couldn't technically drive with him. Mm. (laughs) So I couldn't learn how to drive with him. Right. Um, oh yeah. How did you learn how to drive? I guess I'm going to find out. Um, technically illegally to be quite honest. Okay. Um, so I, when I was with my partner, he, I actually did have a car. This is how stupid my, like, I don't even want to describe like how (laughs) poor my choices were throughout my twenties. Um, but (laughs) I did have a car that I couldn't drive because my partner at the time wasn't over 25. I have a question. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. These are things that I actually didn't know. So I'm so intrigued. Mm -hmm. How did you buy a car? Because you didn't buy it outright. How did they, how did they lease it to you without having a license? Because my credit was so good. Oh, that's a thing you can just do. Well, and well, I did have my L. I had my learner's license. Right. Um, and then my partner at the time had to co-sign. Okay. Yeah. So then because they were like credit wise, like whatever, like completely fine. It's fine. And then I think that was why he had to co-sign was because he had his full license. Okay. Um, so anyway, so I had a car and he would just drive us like I would never drive. And then we broke up and um, I... I started driving with like my roommate (laughs) who wasn't 25 and also didn't have a BC driver's license. She was from the States. Um, But I started driving with her because I decided that, why did I, why was I going to, oh yeah, because I was going to go down to Vegas. Um, We were going to drive from LA to Vegas. Um, And uh, I, and we were going to rent a car down there. So I needed to get like my proper license, like my N to do that. And also just, like, know how to drive. I needed to yeah. do that. Um, so anyways, I drove for a week with my roommate. And I drove a couple times with my parents. And so your then, roommate taught you how to drive? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, then, uh, and, then, and then my parents, obviously. Like, I went driving with a couple times. And then I took my N and I got it. Which, like, I personally was astounded. <laughs> There's no way I should have gotten my N. Like, I was pretty comfortable driving, like, oddly. But I backed up over the curb three fucking times during my driver's test. 
three times because I think what it is is it's if you make the same mistake three times that's when you fail you're allowed to make a mistake but you have to make the same one like three times or no something. I backed over that curb three fucking times okay well parallel parking okay like I, I <laughs> which also like it seems like I should have like how <laughs> like now looking back it's like how swiftly was I reversing that I was able to back up over the curb well and you had a backup camera no uh yeah but i had been driving for a week Alyssa. yeah that's fair i i can't stress <laughs> that enough i'm not judging um but uh i also did like because like one of the biggest things like one of the biggest reasons <laughs> sorry i'm not judging i'm just like you you would think that you would have seen the curb coming <laughs> dude I, I can't like i can't describe to you like how i i used to be like a pretty poor driver like i would say that i'm like fine now yeah i would say that too <laughs> I drive with reckless abandon. <laughs> like, like I, I, I scratched my car so many times. I curbed my fucking tires so many times. Like, now I'm like, I, I don't do that as much. But like, my first car was just, oh my god, it was in a state. But anyways, um, I, I also, so one of the big reasons why people fail their N is if they go over the speed limit in a school zone. They always take you through a school zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like 30 kilometers an hour, which is pretty fucking slow. <laughs> like when you're actually just driving that slow. So it's like hard to not go over. But there's some testers who just because like if you go like one kilometer over, they'll like that's like an automatic fail kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and I actually did go faster, not like egregiously fast, but like I went over the speed limit by a little bit in a school zone. I know that for sure. Mm. And I, I still got given my N. Um, so anyways, got my N from that guy. Um, and at the end, he basically was just like, here's like the things you need to work on. Um, but like, I can tell that you're like comfortable driving. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you're confident. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, great. And then um, I could have tested for my uh, full license like after two years or whatever Mm -hmm. but I so I would have been 24 but I just like kept putting it off because like didn't want to basically like I just couldn't be fucking bothered didn't really bother me like not having it like I didn't care yeah well and again I think a because you you don't drink it's like it's not a concern the whole like zero percent thing yeah um again not that you should be drinking and driving anyway and like especially now like our laws are so much more strict on how much you can consume like I, even still like I wouldn't be able to consume one drink and immediately go drive even just yeah. just one sort of thing um which is great honestly anyway and it doesn't matter to me um but also I feel like in Vancouver the police here I think just have bigger fish to fry yes definitely. you know whereas in Kelowna it was where we're from it's like a smaller town um the police really harped on end drivers and so if you were an end driver you were basically going to get pulled over if you were doing something wrong and get a ticket for it because they were just like on it but here it's kind of like if you were driving with more people in the car than you were supposed to be I don't even think they'd take a second look I've never gotten pulled over for that because I have I have always driven with more people not always but like I've driven like countless times Mm -hmm. with more people in the car than I was supposed to with my N um and I never once got pulled over for that Mm -hmm. so anyway but yeah I I agree like I I don't think that they um they just don't pull you over for the same shit like that they do in a smaller town but um where what was I saying about the oh yeah so I it didn't really like I didn't have any like really pressing reason to go get my full license and then um I started dating Matt and he hounded me relentlessly about it (laughs) 
he was like just go get it just go get it because like matt's very like let's just cross this off the list mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't want to matt i want to leave a list okay i don't care <laughs> like like because i just oh it's like i'm i'm just so not the person to like want to sit and book things and have to call in advance and then like three months down the road because like it also takes an outrageous amount of time to go in for testing. It's not like you can be like, okay, I'm going to go in for testing and then they'll get you in with like in a week or two kind of thing. It's like months and months and months Mm -hmm. and months of a wait for your test. Um, So (laughs) I just put it off and put it off. I finally went in probably, it was definitely over a year ago now because of COVID Mm -hmm. um, to do the test to get my first license, my full license. Um, and Matt was there. He can't come in the car, but he came to the like thing with me and was in the waiting room. And the woman who was like my reviewer came out and she like looked me up and down. And Matt was like, I just knew immediately like it wasn't happening. Yeah. She was the worst. Like it was, there's so many people in BC that have like such horror stories about reviewers because like it it literally is I mean it of, of course is like partially like how you drive mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. but it also is like luck of the draw kind of thing um so that chick was just the worst she was just so rude she was so mean to me <laughs> and like just the whole time I was like so tense and she'd be like just relax <laughs> I'd be like I you're the least relaxing person ever <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, I'm not going to become more relaxed anyways long story short didn't get my full license with her um And then I was just like annoyed about it. So I didn't want to go back. And then COVID happened. And then they stopped doing testing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they recently opened back up. So I was just like, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to go. Yeah. And um, there's, (laughs) especially in like the Vancouver area, there's so many different ICBC, which ICBC also, let's just dive into this. BC only has one car insurance agency. And they're also the people who do our driver's testing. Um. And so there's also um, penalties like you get you you get charged more for your insurance, which like the insurance through ICBC is already ridiculous. And we obviously can't go anywhere else because they have a monopoly. Um, But you get charged premiums if you are um, not premiums, penalties. You get charged like penalties if you are an L driver or an N driver, Mm -hmm. Um, which are like I think it's 20 percent. I don't know what it is, but I know the longer you drive, the higher discount you get, which is not really a discount in my opinion. It's just like what, (laughs) like normal-ish. Like even at the most discounted you can be through ICBC, it's still outrageously overpriced in comparison to other provinces. Yeah. So I'm, I have the highest discount because I've been a safe driver for over seven years. Yeah. Um, and my car insurance here is over $200 a month. I don't have any accidents that were like my fault. Like I've had somebody hit my car, but like, again, they were at fault sort of thing. Um, And I don't have like a fancy car. You know what I mean? I have a Honda Civic. Yeah. You know, it's like a a pretty like run of the mill sort of car. It's not brand new either. It's like a 2013. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And in Toronto, my car insurance was $100. Yeah. And so my car insurance is $456 a month. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so anyways that's just icbc so um so i there's a lot of icbc offices around here um and so there there's like some offices that are just like notorious for like they just fail fucking everyone basically um and so i went to one of those offices last time 
and I fucking failed, obviously. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I was looking up this other office that's downtown and it was getting like such good reviews and everyone was talking specifically about this guy, Phil. They were like, Phil's like the best. Like, he's so sweet. Like, even people that he failed, they were like, I just like loved him. Like, he made me so comfortable. Like, he gave me pointers that were really helpful. And I feel so confident going into my next test. And I was like, damn, I hope I get fucking Phil. <laughs> and then, and then uh, I went in for my test. And uh, you have to like go in and do like your paperwork and pay for the test as well. Um, and then uh, he was like, so I'm Phil. And I was like, fucking Phil. I was like, you're a legend. <laughs> like your google reviews legend phil <laughs> um, so i was fucking amped about that and he truly was the best like Did you actually say that he was a legend too yes and he was like oh i, I don't want to like say too much about it you know he was like <laughs> he was like i i like was told that recently like some it was like brought to my attention recently he was like i know that like google reviews is like a thing but i hadn't like gone looking um but he was like, you know, I mean, it's just if you know what you're doing, you know what you're doing. And, you know, that's all I need to say. And whatever. <laughs> He's very humble, that Phil. Um, but, yeah, he was fucking awesome. He was so great. Like, he was so chill and so, like, just because sometimes, like, um, certain reviewers, like, won't talk to you at all throughout your test unless mm -hmm. they're, like, asking you, like, test questions. Um, but he was, like, chit-chatting and just, like, like, just made me feel super, super comfortable and, like, confident. And it was awesome. He was awesome. Yeah. And I got my fucking full test. My full license. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. That's that was awesome. so nice. Anyway, so ICBC is the worst. I cannot believe they've been able to just have a monopoly and that that's never changed. And um, their driver's testing, the whole, the whole process is so fucking stupid. Yeah. Here's my experience, and this is what I think should change, okay? Okay. So I did actually get my L on the first try. I got my N on the first try, and I got my full license on the first try. So in what you would think is that I would be totally fine with this whole process because like I wasn't wronged like nobody <laughs> failed me that sort of thing I still think it's fucking stupid <laughs> here's what I think <clears throat> I think that driving is such an important skill for life I think that there's cities where you don't necessarily need to drive if you're not comfortable driving for sure don't do it whatever I think that it should be an elective in high school to be able to take driver's ed we didn't have that option yeah and you know what the Disney Channel, the Family Channel, it set me up for failure in that aspect. I agree. Because I yeah. really thought that that was going to be an option for me. And driver's ed is expensive. It is expensive. I And I took the program and it was crazy. Mm -hmm. um, so number one, I think that you should be able to take a course, even if it's like, you know how we had like director script writing? That mm -hmm. was like an elective you could take after school. Yeah. Even if it was something like that where you stay for an hour and a half after school on like Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. And you can learn how to drive if you want to. I think that that should be a thing. Um because like oh god why would you why would you ever teach a life skill in high school anyway i digress <laughs> um so well, i get into it yeah i think that that's a, a major one second i don't think that there should be as long of a waiting period between the n and the full license mm -hmm. a, a full year of driving like non-stop by yourself I just think that that's enough, you know? But I also, the thing that I found because I did go so long between my tests is that like I had to spend so long like brushing up on things from the first time because like they do, um, like the, the questions that they ask you for your L test, they'll ask you again during like your N test and then during your full test and whatever kind of thing. So, um, you know, like there was a lot of like there's obviously the the common sense part of driving but then there's a lot of things like you know okay if you're on a 
highway that's 80 kilometers speed limit or higher and there's a cop pulled over like what should you slow your speed down to it's like because obviously everyone just naturally slows but like mm-hmm. what's the actual answer of like how many kilometers am I supposed to be going what is the is it 50 70 oh. which you would think that it's supposed to be way lower uh, yeah um but yeah I'm pretty sure it's 70 and then like even um like uh Matt <laughs> had one where it was like if there's um the dotted line is on the left side the solid line is on your side are you allowed to turn left over the solid line and he said no because he was like no that's like obviously it's a solid line you can't pass that way but you can turn left into like a gas station is it a solid white line or a solid yellow line either doesn't matter you can you can go over top of a solid line regardless of the color if you're going left into a thing and it doesn't impede traffic so he because because he was doing like the practice test beside me um I think verify this with your driving instructor. Yeah, this is not driving advice, okay? It's yeah. been about 10 years since I went for mine, so. <laughs> yeah, but I'm pretty sure that's what the thing was on the test, um, which he got wrong because he was like, what the fuck? Like, it's a solid line. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> um, Wild. But anyway, so there's just like all these like little like small things that, you know, when someone's asking you them out of the blue, it's kind of like, oh, I don't know like the exact answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, and like even with like school zones, I I would have assumed and when I first did my like practice test again just recently because they have like an online thing where you can whatever um I would have assumed in school zones it was from dusk till dawn that you had to like follow the um uh, speed limit yeah um but it's actually 8 a.m to 5 p.m yeah yeah on school days yeah I did know that yeah which like to me is surprising because like even on the weekends and stuff like that there's still kids at the school a lot of the time yeah it's different between playground and school yeah so like yeah school is between monday to friday and then playgrounds are like seven days a week yeah um yeah i just i just think like a a full year is long enough Mm -hmm. and a lot of us like oh it just like this is my thing is like it impedes you from trying to do the right thing too because say you fail your full license for some reason you're 19 you're the dd you're at a bar you're not drinking at all and you have a bunch of friends who need to get home from the bar sort of thing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like now i can't drive legally i can't drive you guys yeah because i don't have my full license but it's like okay but if i could get my full license at 18 then i i'm able it wouldn't have been an issue it wouldn't have been an issue like when i'm of age and i understand like you can get your full license at 19 like the day of 19 sort of thing but I just think that why not have another full year of being able to drive all of these people? Because I understand the reasoning because there's more uh, distractions when there's more people in the car. Mm-hmm. I actually don't like driving with a full car of people. Like if there's two people in my back seat and a person in my passenger seat now, it's like, this is a lot. Like I need you guys not oh, to really? all be fucking talking like all the time sort of thing. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's okay. a lot for me. I, it never used to be a problem, but now I'm like, oh my God, like all of you at once, like yeah. <laughs> there's too much going on. Um, <laughs> But then you have this, like, full year before the whole, like, you know, you're of age thing. Because in BC, the legal drinking age is 19. Um, before now that you're maybe going to be DD and stuff like that. And also, uh, I don't know. I just, like, think it's stupid. Anyway. So, yeah, I think that we should have driver's ed in high school. And I think that the waiting period between uh, the N and the full license should be shorter. I agree. And I also think that, like, dependent upon age as well. Because, like, I think those timelines make a little bit more sense to me when you're like a teenager if you're getting your l at 25 for whatever reason you know 
you're probably already making different decisions than like a 16 year old would Mm -hmm. be so like I do think like that I don't know like it's just like obviously it can't be fucking case by case like that would be ridiculous yeah but just everything about it I hate so much and I do think it's also I mean this is just me thinking that it's corrupt but I do think it's advantageous for them to not pass people Mm. (laughs) and for them to keep us in like a um like a place where you're paying way more for your insurance and stuff like that um for longer like it's advantageous to keep us there in that place for longer and like the thing is too I wouldn't have as much beef with the system if it resulted in better drivers Mm. but it doesn't like we don't have like incredible drivers in BC like you would think that everyone's like phenomenal Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's not the case and like I see BC is like millions and millions and millions of dollars in debt yeah um it's just a whole fucking when you have to pay every time you go to test as well yeah exactly so it's kind of like all right well you can test again well and also I think it's I can't remember what thing it's on but isn't there one where you have to wait three months before you can retest yeah there is so then again it keeps you there for longer like I understand not being able to come in like the next fucking day and retest but it's like if it was something like small and simple that like you fucked up on your test not like you have this laundry list of things that you did wrong Mm -hmm. um then three fucking months I have to go and practice for to come back I'm pretty sure that's your L tier N I want to say that's crazy talk man I remember again we didn't verify any of these facts before we came on here yeah (laughs) so we're just talking out of our ass yeah (laughs) Because we're angry. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm angry. Yeah. But it's over now. Now you don't yeah. have another test until like, I don't know, like of senior, senior age. And then at that point, I hope that someone's driving fucking me. Yeah. You know? The little baby in there. Exactly. You better. Taking its mom around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we move on to my gripe? If, please. If you're watching the YouTube, I have this binder here. Which it's like... My God, this is just like fucking classic Alyssa that you would keep this. Like basically every remnant of like high school went in a fucking dumpster fire as soon as I left. <laughs> and Alyssa like keeps it all for memories. Hey man, I had your graduation certificate. So isn't it nice to have that now? No, oh, okay. I don't need it. <laughs> I opened this box of memories and it was a envelope that was addressed to Sam in an apartment she had like actually like 10 years ago, maybe like a little bit less. And I was like, what is this? And I brought it up to her and she opened it and she's like, oh, this is my graduation certificate. From makeup artistry school. Yeah, yeah from, yeah. Um, okay, so this is my map, okay? That stands for my action plan. Oh, God. <sighs> so we had this requirement to graduate high school that you had to pass your map. And so the thought process here was that you were planning out your life, basically, your life after you graduate. And you had to go with an interviewer. And these were like members. Three. Oh, I only had to do one, I thought. I had three fucking people there. Was it like a panel? I'm pretty sure. I don't was, recall. Are you, are you sure? Well, I passed. Am I sure? <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure I had three fucking people there because I remember fucking the peanut gallery. <laughs> but maybe I'm just remembering like one fucking real cranky bitch as being three. Yeah, I've, I'm pretty sure I only had one, but I also didn't have anxiety back then, so I probably didn't notice if it was a panel interview because I went into there real fucking, like I was pretty confident for what I have in this binder, okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, 
So you have like members of the community basically who are there to interview you on your action plan and you have to come up with this like outside of school as well. This isn't like a class sort of thing. We did have a personal planning class, which was also bullshit. Uh, We can get into that later if you feel like it. Anyway, let me go through this with you really quick because I can't describe to you how much I bullshitted this fucking thing. Okay, (laughs) this is like a little scrapbook book. It actually took me one night to make. I printed off pictures. I wrote out some shit. Oh, yeah, you had to have a plan A and a plan B. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll just quickly read to you. So I don't know if you can see this on the YouTube. But anyway, this says, who am I? And then it says Alyssa. And it's a picture of me bowling. (laughs) 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 And then I I already pass. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Unreal. So then there was how my interests relate to my career. Okay. So let me quickly tell you what my plan A career was. My plan A... (laughs) My plan A is to enjoy life. Okay, the fact that you fucking passed is bullshit based on that alone. (laughs) This this is the thing. My cute, I I was confident. Oh god. They could tell that I was a confident planner. Okay, my plan A is to enjoy life bes- okay, before starting my education to my career, which will lead to a career, which will lead to a promotion, etc. This is verbatim. I I I'm just trying to live my life, okay? I'm sorry. I'm trying not to scream in this, but this is outrageous that this is my plan. I want to live life to the fullest. I want to see everything I can afford to see and find a way to see the things I can't afford. <laughs> what better time to live than when you're fresh out of school and have no commitments? Bitch, did I ever live? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you really, I mean, you fucking stuck to your action plan. I huh? guess I did. Yeah. Um, okay. My thoughts are if you're already at your destination and it has cost you around $1,000. Oh, wait. This isn't in like chronological order. Okay. I see. First, I have to save. I work at Boston Pizza as a server and currently make decent money. I actually did make decent money. I made like a hundred bucks a day back there, back then, which was a lot for like, I mean, that's a lot in general, really. When you didn't have a lot of overhead. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Um, I plan to work for eight months while living at home, <laughs> real kind of my mom, for a total of $20,000 saved. And then I did the math. Which no one has ever done, by the way. No one has ever lived at home and actually saved some substantial amount of money. No, I didn't save fucking shit. I actually ended up moving to Edmonton like right after high school. And then anyway, um, (laughs) this didn't happen. Um, So anyway, and then I broke down the math of how I was going to save it. And I said that it was going to cost me $8,000 a year to live. And I was going to make $28,000. I don't know how that math worked out, but I, I, I guess I was only working four shifts a week or something. I don't know. Just a moment to thank today's sponsor, which is ShipStation. If you sell stuff online, you're definitely in the right business. More people are shopping online than ever. That means a lot of orders coming in and a lot of orders you'll need to ship out fast. That's why online sellers like you need ShipStation. No matter how much you sell, ShipStation makes it super easy to manage and ship all of your orders from all your sales channels faster, cheaper, and more efficiently. You can ship with any carrier, access discounted shipping rates, automate just about any shipping tasks, so you'll spend a lot less time on shipping and a lot more time growing your business. ShipStation funnels all your orders into one simple interface that you can manage from anywhere, even your cell phone. 
So if you guys want to ship more in less time, you can use our offer code APPROACHABLE to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in APPROACHABLE. That's ShipStation.com, enter offer code APPROACHABLE, and make ship happen. Thank you so much, ShipStation. With this money, I would take four trips put together. I would visit Thailand, the entire continent of Africa. <laughs> Just the whole shit. Just the whole the thing. The whole thing. India and Mexico. These places are no nowhere near each other, by the way. I don't know why I thought... They're combined. <laughs> this is like a combined trip. That's what I said. Like, I said I would take four trips put together. So like where 13 did 13-hour flights between each. Yeah, where did I think that I was going? Like, okay, so from Thailand to where in Africa? Don't know. Then from there, do I... Because this is how it's written, right? Then do I go back up to India and then shoot on down over to Mexico? Why did I think that these places were like... I don't know. Whoever was my geography teacher... <laughs> It's also just me. like we're so close to Mexico that it's also like why was that even <laughs> on the list like as like like all these places that are like actually like a, a real like destination for you mm -hmm. to have to get to kind of thing and then you're like eh, fucking Mexico sure well I always wanted to go to Mexico because my mom went to Mexico like five times in my childhood and every time she'd be like next time you can go and then it never happened I've actually oh no I have been to Mexico with her now we went one Christmas anyway oh I wrote it out Perfect. Okay. So it was at the time. This is 10 years ago. Oh, God. <laughs> I know. It was uh, $1,575 from Vancouver to Thailand. So I'm going to Thailand first. You know what? I don't actually think that that has changed too much price-wise. Interesting. Yeah. From Thailand, and I wrote Phuket. It, <laughs> why did I decide to do this? It's $2,150 to Mexico. What? Why would you go from Thailand to Mexico? How did my interviewer not be like, this doesn't make Hold sense. Hold on, the geography doesn't add up here. <laughs> okay, so 2150 to Mexico, in including a trip to Canada. So that was Cancun. Home for a month. Okay, so I went home. Sure, stop at home. Leave to uh, India. So it's not really four trips put together, is it? No, I guess not. <laughs> okay, leave to India. And then I wrote Delhi. That was 2050, including a trip to Zambia. Okay, I wrote that I wanted to go to Zambia. Um, 10, 10.50 for flight back to Canada from Zambia? That doesn't sound right. No, it doesn't. Anyone. Anyway, it was uh, $6,825 in flights, which equals $13,175 uh, $13, left for everything else I didn't write in there my accommodation at all so I don't know why anyway okay before my trip I plan to apply to UBCO for um the course or to UBC for the course just the course it doesn't say which course okay for the <laughs> course to UBCO or UBC for business at this time I oh I, at this time I haven't fully decided on physiotherapy or business I will apply in fall of 2011 and start class hopefully in fall of 2012 Okay, here's where I, my decision-making process comes in. My thoughts are, if you're already at your destination and it has cost you around $1,000 to get there, why not stay a while? Altogether, this trip includes the month at With home. With what money? <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> that has always actually been my, like, thought process, though. Like, if I'm already here, like, why wouldn't I stay a little bit longer if I can afford it? Um, 
<laughs> anyway, uh, altogether, this trip includes the month at home would take five months, making me arrive back in Kelowna again for July before class starts in the fall. After airfare, I will have $3,300 basically for each city I visit. I, pl- I was only going to stay in one city the whole time in each <laughs> place. OK. Anyway, um, how my interests relate to my career um traveling and outdoor exploration loving to travel opened a lot of doors for me um as a physiotherapist i could apply to keep athletes of the olympics in top shape (laughs) okay being able to pack up and change in an instant always allows me to do this and not being afraid of the outdoors uh always allows me to find different venues um i mean really just unreal anyway my plan b was uh, is more so the second part to my plan A and I wanted to go to college slash university for physiotherapy um, and you had to write out like a, a whole expense thing like how you were going to afford to do this so this is what I said about my expenses keep in mind this is a complete lie um, any schooling I want to take is covered by my loving parents <laughs> that was a fucking flat out lie man we didn't have money you know what I mean like whatever we we lived yeah i couldn't afford to go to college no, no one agreed to that <laughs> no by my loving parents i Le- mean yeah, lisa's reading me. that and she's like whoa 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 <laughs> pop the fucking brakes where did i agree to this do you have this in writing <laughs> like what um i am welcome to live rent free as long as i am attending school that was true i meet all requirements for both the human kinetics course and business except for math 12 so i don't meet all the requirements but shouldn't be a problem i don't know yeah but you also like present this at the end of the year so you would have already known that you didn't take math 12 but that's what i said i said yet to be completed but i fully believe i can accomplish a 60 percent or higher no problem which was also a lie i got 50 percent exactly in math 11 well but i don't know that's because i didn't go to school i but i would have had to take math 11 and math 12 because i don't fucking remember anything from math 11 anyway I'm not worried that I don't know exactly what I want to do yet because I feel like now is the time to make mistakes. So why stress it? When I'm ready to decide, I will. And I will push myself to succeed in whatever that is. And then... I mean, it's not that's not untrue, you know? Yeah. I mean, in here, I say that I had private, private savings, prior savings of $7,500, which was a blatant lie. Um, I also said that... There was one in here that really, really got me. Oh, yeah. I said monthly food would cost me $150. <laughs> like, I spend that, like, that would last me, like, maybe a week. Which also, like, again, I think it's just worth noting, like, Canadians, like, while our health care is affordable, nothing else, is. nothing else is. Yeah. Like, it's so expensive here. Yeah. Meals and entertainment, $150, like, a month. What was I, like, honestly, what was I thinking? So you're going out for two meals. Yeah, which was also, like, I went out for food all the time. Car maintenance and repairs. Oh, actually, that's not bad. I was saving in my in my lie. I was saving $200 a month for car maintenance. That's not bad. I don't save for car maintenance now. Yeah. Rent was $150 a month. Where? Don't know. I guess at my house. Okay. Even though I said that it was you free. Would- you were welcome to live rent free. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so that was my action plan. Um, there was like other stuff in here that was like lifestyle, my relationships. Like there's a picture of Sam in here. There's two, there's many pictures of Sam in here. Um, but here's my thing. I fucking bullshitted the crap out of this and they still passed me. So it's basically like who can bullshit better? 
I don't know that it occurred to me to lie on my action plan. <clears throat> okay, well, maybe I was just a piece of shit. But I actually I actually spent a long fucking time on my action plan, and they kind of, like, dogged me for it, man. Like, they kind of were like... I remember at least the one person. I still think there was three, but I remember at least the one person being, like, a real piece of shit about my budget. My plan A was that I was going to move to Vancouver and become a makeup artist. My plan B was that I was going to move to Vancouver and become a makeup artist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like my plan B was like I'm still going to do this because this is what I'm going to do yeah <laughs> here's how I would do it slightly differently if it didn't work out the first way um but uh I spent a really long time doing like my budget breakdown because I actually was moving to Vancouver right um and uh this chick like argued me on it she was like I lived in Vancouver and like she she quoted like something like from like 20 years before she was like I lived in Vancouver in whatever decade and it was like this much money for this and this much money and I'm like but it's not anymore that's not the cost anymore I don't understand inflation (laughs) yeah like I don't know what to tell you like and if anything great that I'm over budgeting (laughs) like yeah okay fine anyway it was just like yeah they fucking really razzed me for that man I just think the idea, okay, well, this might be an unpopular opinion. I don't know. I think that it's great to have thoughts about your life and have kind of like a little bit of direction because I actually didn't have a whole lot of direction. And looking back, I don't really regret anything because like I'm here now sort of thing, but eh, it would have been nice, you know, Mm -hmm. to like kind of know. But there's a lot of people who don't know. And I just didn't know. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't have that passion. Like you always like from grade 10 on or whatever. You knew you wanted to be a makeup artist. You knew you wanted to go to makeup school. I didn't know, yeah. you know, and I I didn't really have the opportunity to dick around doing like a bachelor's degree sort of thing. Like, not that I'm saying that that's what people do, but a lot of people do find out what they want to do by just going in and taking like a bachelor of arts, bachelor of something else. Because or then, a business course or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because then it's like, oh, OK, I found out now that I really like this. We couldn't afford to do that. I yeah. I couldn't get like a student loan like that I didn't have any scholarships I didn't have any grants like we couldn't we couldn't afford to do this you know what I mean so I just think it puts a lot of pressure on people and for what sort of thing and also making all of these kids like interview in front of a panel Mm -hmm. you know like if that's what it was I don't really recall I just think that that's a lot of anxiety for a lot of people that is just not necessary like why do you have to like actually interview sort of thing well and the thing that got me was that like while we were writing this whole thing out I was like oh none of this is stuff that we would have learned in school right like we didn't learn how to budget we didn't learn about like taxes we didn't learn about insurance like Mm -hmm. we didn't you know we didn't learn about any of these like actual like life skill things that they were then asking us to compile into a scrapbook Mm -hmm. and like I I agree like I think that it's unrealistic to assume that somebody in high school is going to know exactly what they want to do um, and, and I think that, yeah, there's something to be said for like trying to plan it out. Um, but I just feel like what would have been better rather than just being like, make us a scrapbook and, and try and plan it is like, just, I don't know, have courses that maybe apply to like other aspects of life than like algebra. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think our school actually did a good job of having like a lot of different electives and stuff. We did have a lot of electives, yeah. So if you were, w- the only issue with that was that, again, because I think everything's corrupt, I think they would purposefully make things conflict sometimes. They did. They made sewing and, and drama conflict. 
So I had to pick. And so, and so, yeah. So then you couldn't go into like too many like art-based electives kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Whereas like if you were going to go into an art-based career, then why wouldn't you want to like take as many of those electives as you possibly could? Yeah. Um, I understand with like scheduling, like obviously there's going to be something that's going to conflict, but like it seemed like too obvious the things that conflicted with one another. Um, But anyway, so I think that like if they had like actually just encouraged us to they they just like taught us like actual life skills in high school I think that would be more beneficial and I think if they had had um classes that were more relevant to an actual career outside of school it's just like again like I understand there needs to be a balance of like general knowledge Mm -hmm. and you know more specified knowledge but I do think like how much more would you be setting people up for success if you were actually tailoring things to like what you know, life was going to look like outside of high school. Yeah. I did have somebody, I think, mentioned to me, they were like, you need to remember that this has been 10 years since you were in school yeah. and things are different now. So, I mean, they very well could be, but I don't... I'd be shocked if they were that fucking different, though. Yeah, and I do actually have friends that are teachers, so I know that, like, there's there's not, like, leaps and bounds of change within the, mm-hmm. the public school system here in BC anyway. Um, But my cousins in Denmark their like whole structure is so different and I can't remember what grade it is I think it's grade 10 after that you just decide what you're going into you get to decide if you want to go to like science-based school or arts or like all of these different things or you can continue on in what's more so like public school general Yeah. yeah and then you learn like whatever but if you already know like in grade 10 like you did I want to go into the arts sort of thing. You could just take like all arts classes that you're good. Or if you know in grade 10, you want to be like business or whatever, then it's like, okay, then you get all of these business classes sort of thing. And I just think that that's like, it makes so much more sense to me because there's still the option Mm -hmm. where you can get the general if you just don't know. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, there are people like that who just don't know. But then you can also just start honing your skills because I think a lot of us knew we definitely didn't want to work with science and math or like whatever. Or there's a lot of people who are like, I never want to do like art. I'm not an artsy person, yeah. you know? And so it's like, why why do I even have to choose an elective that's even close to that? And I really like that model so much better than like just everyone gets the exact same treatment. Yeah. I mean, it's worth being said too, though, that Denmark has like an outrageous income tax. Um, but again, there's like a lot that goes into like back into you. But I mean, the thing is like our income tax is pretty fucking high, man. Yeah, that's like, true. Like it is pretty high. And so, and in Canada in general, like it is, but BC especially. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I think that that to me sounds like brilliant. Like that's a, a way better system. Um, because I also think the unfortunate thing about how our high schools are set up, um, is that so many kids slip between the cracks if they don't fit perfectly into like whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so like if you weren't, you know, really literary or, you know, science-based or math-based or whatever, and you had basically any other skill outside of that, you fell between the cracks. Mm -hmm. Even though there was like plenty of people in our high school that like I thought had so much potential and I thought they were like super smart and super creative, but just in very different ways from what was, you know, being graded Mm -hmm. and, could those people be be in a different position, you know? Because I think the other thing too is that it's like, there are people who just do have confidence going into like life. Like I would say that I was pretty fucking confident going into like, you know, pursuing other things outside mm-hmm. of high school. But a lot of people aren't like that. Yeah. And like a lot of people, like that's really, really scary and daunting to, you know, take up like maybe an untraditional path or whatever. Um, but if they had had some kind of foundation to grow off of, 
through their school, then maybe it wouldn't be so scary. And people yeah. would be placed in jobs where it's actually, you know, um, they're, they're enjoying it more and it's a job that's better suited to them. Because I just think like if, if people are in jobs that they enjoy and that inspire them and like keep them engaged it's better for everybody yeah <laughs> like you know instead of people just going into things just because like they didn't know what else to go into yeah you know there's always going to be those people in those jobs but yeah I I think it's also just like an it's an older style of thinking as well because even when my mom was young it was like you pick a career and that's it. Mm -hmm. Whereas now, obviously, like we know there's people who have a career for 10 years and then they completely flip the script and do something else. Yeah. And I just think it's like, it's worth telling people that, okay, you don't have to choose right now. You don't have to choose just this one thing, but like, what do you want to do? You know, what are you interested in sort of thing? Or like, I don't know, just something less like this. This just made no sense to me, this map thing. Yeah. Because also there are the people who probably put so much time and effort into it and knew and they passed just the same as I did with my bullshit plan of wanting to enjoy life you know so like really what was the what was the hope there yeah that okay the people who already knew what they were gonna do just put it on paper yeah you know it's like they already knew they already had the answers for you but then you just made me do this and like lie out of my fucking ass for 10 minutes <laughs> I don't think I met a single person that was like that was really helpful for me yeah that really like helped narrow down what I was gonna do no like, we all hated it it we, was like a running joke in our school that we all hated like map and it's the stupidest it's crazy that like no one at that school has been like okay guys we gotta fucking cut the cord on the map thing <laughs> like this yeah. is just not fucking doing her yeah like having an entire like course would make more sense to me of like my action plan like a personal planning course sure where like you learn budgeting and you learn about taxes and you learn about insurance mm -hmm. sure yeah yeah and we did have a, a personal planning course I think you had to take it I remember having to take it after school for some reason that may have just been me I think that was just you <laughs> okay maybe yeah. it was just me I don't know why I had to take it but the only thing we learned in that course was exactly what I learned in grade nine which was how to make a resume, how to make a cover letter. Like, I don't recall taking anything else away from that course other than that. Because wasn't personal planning, like, homeroom, basically? No, I had mine in a different class, and it was way separate from homeroom. I don't know. Oh. I don't know why I had to take it. There were only, like, 10 kids in the class. Oh, weird. <laughs> Maybe they were like, you need a little extra personal planning, bitch. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Anyway, that's my gripe with the map. I don't know if anybody else had to do that in their schools or, like, something similar, but I kept it, and it's fucking hilarious to read. <laughs> It's so interesting to me, like, just hearing the differences between, like, different people's high schools. Mm. Because, like, it, it really is, like, obviously so different from, like, place to place kind of thing. Yeah. Like, Matt, um, we had, I think, I think we had about 180 electives in our school. Like, we had some ridiculous amount of electives. Yeah, I'd, 180 sounds pretty fucking high to me, but... But when you think about it, like, so just our history classes, we had history of rock and roll... We had Holocaust. Stop, I forgot about history of rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> we had Holocaust. We had, um, uh, like, indigenous studies. Yep. Um, we had regular... History. History. And then we had... Civics. Civics. And then there was one that was, like, more... Geography. We had geography. That was considered a social studies. Oh, okay. Um, but, like, that's just our history thing. And then yeah. there was, like, so many other courses. Like, there was one course um, that was uh, you made, learned how to make, like, a boxcar. Oh, yeah. 
like boxcar racing, I think was <laughs> boxcar <laughs> racer. Yeah, like was the name of the elect. Like there was a lot of ridiculous fucking el- electives. Like that's I think so true. And then like even with our languages, we had Japanese, German, English, obviously, um, Okanagan language, and Spanish, Spanish sign language, sign language, German. Like that's there's a lot of like yeah. It, it totals up. Anyways, um, and then even with art, now I'm just going into all of our electives. Yeah. With art, we had, um, there was a there was a painting course, and then there was drawing and painting, and then there was photography, and then there was analog photography. There was Photoshop. Um, there were, like, there was, like, so many There was arts and, I took arts and crafts. Yeah. We knitted, and we scrapbooked. Yeah. It was dope. I loved that class, actually. I actually went to that class. Do you, do you know what's funny? I had cooking for that block for half the semester. And then I think I made up something that like I was sick or something like that. And then I missed six classes. And then she was like, you're going to have to do all this work. And then I went to my guidance counselor and I was like, get me out of this shit. And so she switched me. She's like, you can take arts and crafts. And I went to the arts and crafts room and I was like, can I switch into your class? You had to like ask to be put in the class. And she's like, this teacher was so dope. She was like, um, oh yeah, we had a psychology class too. Anyway, she was like, do you know how to knit? And I was like, what an odd question. But I, yeah, I do know how to knit, which is an <laughs> odd thing. And she was like, okay, well, I was I thought you were going to say no. But yeah, if you know how to knit, you can come in. She's like, I'm not teaching one more person how to knit. <laughs> I was like, okay. Because we would start the class every day with 20 minutes of knitting. Mm-hmm. And then you do it. But I actually showed up to that class. And I never showed up to that class when it was cooking. Yeah. So funny. Ugh, man. I, I mean, I liked some of my electives, but like... I just, I don't know. But I was, like, less inclined to go to a class if um, I didn't have any friends in it. Yeah, I had a pretty good group in arts and crafts. I'll say that. I had I had a lot of classes that I didn't have, like, any friends in at all. I didn't have friends, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah. But I, um, yeah, like, I, there were so many courses. And then also I had to take grade 11 socials in, which is, like, our history, in uh, grade 12. Why? I really fail? can't remember. I definitely didn't fail, but there was some reason why I didn't take it in grade 11. Oh. And so I had to take it in grade 12, which sucked because then I was like with a bunch of 11th graders. Yeah. Um, that I didn't know. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I don't recall that at all. Yeah. Huh. Were you in civics? Nope. It was Ashley in civics? Maybe. Some, one of us took civics. I feel like I can see Ashley's handwriting on a page that says civics. So, I feel yeah. like Dana and Ashley took civics. Probably. I think that's what happened. Because for um, history stuff, I took socials 11 in grade 12, and then I took Holocaust. 12. Yeah, I took I took history 12. And I loved that class. This is what pisses me off, okay? I This is launching into my other um, gripe about testing and stuff like that when you're a kid. So I took English honors throughout, like, whenever we could. So I took English 11 honors and English 12 honors. I did really, really well, shockingly, because, like, in college – all my English classes, like I, I basically failed. Like I had really? to get removed from one. Yeah, because it, they didn't make it a prerequisite to take English 100, which is like university writing, mm. which is completely different. Like MLA fucking APA format. Like I didn't learn that. And so I'm taking second year courses that they allowed me into without knowing how to cite my sources properly or use MLA format. Like what? Huh? Anyway, um, but I took English honors. I was like pretty good with all, everything we were learning. Um, and I had an A. And same with socials. I was doing like really, really well. I think I had maybe like a B. It was a hard course. Like history 12 was a hard course, but it was phenomenal. Like I learned so much. Um, And in both of them, the year end final, 
brought me down because it was worth 20% of your grade. Which is insane. It's just egregious, man. Like, how do you expect me? I understand wanting to test the knowledge. So test it throughout. Yeah. You know, and then why why do I have to have this all in my memory when I'm taking eight other classes? That's a lie for me. I took like three classes in grade 12. But like for, you know, the regular student, I have all of these other classes. How, how am I supposed to remember all this information? And furthermore, in our grade 12 year, they changed it so that rather than having four classes a day, you had two three hour long classes. Mm-hmm. Who, what kind of fucking, what, what were you smoking? That, that someone was like, that's a good idea. <laughs> we should definitely make someone sit in fucking math for three hours. <laughs> a lot of schools um, that I know of have that, like a lot of places. That's the worst. Because like, even for the classes that were fun, you would think that like, okay, yeah, it really, really sucks for these classes, obviously. But even for the classes that were fun, it's still hard to keep your attention on something in like that kind of setting for three hours. Yeah. Like that was just ridiculous. Yeah, I had sign language for three hours and I love <clears throat> sign language. But I'm, I also love talking. You can only absorb so much, though, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it's a lot, man. And, like, it's it's, it's so, like, um, you're so stimulated mm-hmm. for, like, those whole three hours on the same subject. It's like you, you don't have a moment to, like, look away. Well, and especially with 30 fucking people in the room. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's a lot. Um, it's just a lot of learning. But anyway, so it brought me down. I got a C plus in history, which just, like, really upset me because I tried so hard mm-hmm. in history. And it brought me down to a B in English. And I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, I'm doing so well. Like, I'm basically acing all of our projects and stuff. And now I'm, like, down to a B. Yeah. Because of this essay, one essay. You give me one topic. I have to write on it. Yeah. And now I'm, I think it was. I think the English 12 was just an essay. Yeah. And it's worth 20% of your grade. And you're timed on it. And you have to go in at a certain time and write your essay. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so 20% of my grade is based off of this one work of writing. Yeah. That somebody then, okay, I'm sure that they have like a certain rubric. What is it called? Anyway, like yeah, way yeah. that they do it. But it's it, it's also personal opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what? Yeah. I think that it should be fact-based, like, basically only. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, my God. So much about fucking... I could I could literally bitch about this for hours and hours and hours. Obviously, we're sitting here doing it. But, like, yeah. I just... So much about it was so stupid. I yeah. just think the biggest thing to me, the biggest issue, again, is just that, like, it is a very, like, one-size-fits-all mentality when, like, obviously, that's never been the best way. Mm-hmm. Like... I understand that it was like the status quo, but like, why was it ever like, and, and I, and I get too that like, you know, life isn't fair. You can't make everything fucking like perfect. Like you're trying to tend to like hundreds and hundreds of kids kind of thing. So Mm -hmm. like, yeah, there will be the kids that slip between the cracks and yeah, there won't be like every single person's pleased and like exactly what it should be. But there's just so many things that like fundamentally need to be changed Mm -hmm. that would make a huge difference for a way larger group of people. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Freaking rough time with that. I really, really liked high school, honestly. Like, I don't, I don't look back at it angrily. I just notice now as an adult the things that I wish were a little bit different. I look back at it kind of angrily, but I also, I, I enjoyed parts of high school, but I didn't enjoy like the entire experience by any means. Yeah. Like, Grade 12, I was definitely checked out. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over it. Um, I like I I enjoyed my courses the most in grade twelve, but I mean, 
again, it was just kind of like, I, I guess that for me, it was like, I would almost rather like with my Holocaust class, um, I would skip that class all the time. No, I wouldn't mom. I'm never going to let this die. I'm never going to stop telling my mom I didn't skip school. <laughs> I'm 28, but like, <laughs> I still like don't want to like fucking fess up. Um, but like I would skip my Holocaust class because again, I just didn't know anyone. Um, and I think actually that like I actively disliked a lot of people in my Holocaust class, mm. unless you're watching, in which case we're pals. Um, I don't think you really actually do care. No, I don't. <laughs> um, but uh, I would skip it all the time, but I would research what we were supposed to research on my own Mm -hmm. I was gonna say I I remember you teaching us because in in high school we had this like one room that all the drama kids hung out in Mm -hmm. and I remember you teaching us what you had learned yeah often uh, in holocaust yeah because I well and then when we had the three-hour thing um usually the way that he broke up that class was like the first hour and a half um you would do like the lecture kind of thing and then the second half you would come back and then you would do like studying or writing down whatever mm-hmm. and I if I came for the first half then I would like almost always leave for the second half and not come back after break mm. um but anyway so I was failing that class and then um I was either failing or I had like a super super low grade where I was like about to fail kind of thing um and then the one time that teacher like brought me in to talk to me about it and he was like I know that you like know this stuff you're just not coming to my fucking class. So you're failing. And he was like, just like, tell me what you know about the Holocaust. And I told him like everything, like all the facts I knew kind of thing. And then he bumped me up to a B <laughs> or like an A minus or something. Like he, he bumped me up to yeah. like r- ridiculously high a point for like the fact that like I was, had such a low grade before kind of thing. But like that was, I just didn't want to be, I just didn't want to be in that class for three fucking hours with a bunch of people I didn't like. I didn't Mm -hmm. like the format of like learning that way, which again, like I understand this is like bratty and like entitled, like it's not just like, you know, like with poor me, like it was just, I was a fucking shitty teenager. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But I do think like there's just something to be said for, you know, catering to different types of like learning styles as well. Yeah. Because same thing with Matt, like Matt, um, Matt didn't graduate from high school. Like he left high school because he he just couldn't like learn in that environment yeah so he didn't yeah (laughs) he was like bye I think what I uh, what bothers me is it's more this idea that you have to show up like the the teachers that mark for you showing up what's the goal here you know what I mean the goal is for the knowledge yeah and so I understand like teachers being concerned about where you are and they're responsible for your safety and stuff like that that I get but more Ugh, I don't know. It just feels icky to me that it's like you have to be here for certain this and certain that in order to receive these grades sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's like, but the goal here is the knowledge. The goal isn't to see if I can sit here for three hours. Yeah. If I can learn the knowledge in an hour, let me do something else. Well, and that's the thing, like, especially because of the three hour block, like leaving. Oh, bless you. Excuse me. I would leave for that second half because I already knew what I had to do. Mm-hmm. So I would just go do it on my own. Mm-hmm. Like I, rather than like sitting in that like kind of like classroom environment sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so I was still obviously like I was in taking the knowledge. It was just, yeah, the, the three hour format was absolutely ridiculous to me. Yeah. When, when we would skip school, very rarely did we actually leave the school grounds. Mm-hmm. We would just go sit in the room that we had for the drama kids yeah and sometimes we would actually just work in there it's just like okay now I have like a private space to work and I can put on my music and like yeah you know what I mean we were kind of bratty we're like we need all of these things I 
am an artist. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I just... I don't even feel bad about being, I, I, the, like, I'm acknowledging it because, like, I understand, of course, like, that is just, like, bratty and entitled and shitty. Like, I want to do it. I want to do it. It's, like, you and fucking everyone, bitch. Yeah. But, like, I don't feel bad <laughs> because, like, I just, oh, my God. Like, I just, I really do believe in, like, having, like, good spaces and, and catering your spaces to be conducive to, like, a better workflow Um, and like doing the things that you need to do to be, um, successful. Mm -hmm. Like, and so I think like for me, literally like I immediately feel at peace picturing studying in the green room. Yeah, me too. Whereas like when I'm picturing being in like fucking fluorescent lighting (laughs) flickering above me Mm -hmm. with like 30 fucking stinky kids that I hate around me, like studying, I'm just like, that's, yeah, that's the worst. Like I, I have such a hard time focusing I have such a hard time like actually in taking that knowledge like I sit there and I reread the same thing over and over again like if I can be in like my own space and whatever that's way better for me yeah I don't ever recall doing homework actually I would do it in the green room yeah I just don't think I did it I I, I didn't do a ton of homework by any means I did in grade 10 for sure but oftentimes like in When I applied myself, this is what I, like, don't like looking back on is that, like, I actually was really smart. And I think that, like, I had a a really good capacity to, like, to actually do whatever I wanted to do. But then I decided that, like, boys and, like, parties were cooler. But I don't think that made you less smart. You just had other priorities. mm, I think I've killed a few brain cells. That's for sure. Okay, (laughs) sure. But, like, I think, like, generally speaking, like, you're still, like, a very smart, like, able person, you know? Thank you. Um, But, yeah, in grade, grade 10, what I would do is they would give us the work that we needed to do and whatever you didn't finish in class you had to do for homework but I would finish it all in class Mm -hmm. and I recall even in math this is like where I just know that it's not all about smart smarts you know what I mean in um grade 10 we were allowed to play cards after we were done our, our homework if we finished our homework and my table we would always finish like way before. So we would always play cards for like half an hour. And I ended up getting, I think like a B plus or something like that in that class. And then in grade 11, I would have failed math 11 had my teacher not just like given it to me basically. Cause he didn't, he didn't want me to have to retake it. And he knew I wasn't going to take math 12. Hmm. So it's like, you see like the difference there. It's not that I suddenly became really bad at understanding math. It's that I was checked out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's actually it's it's mind-boggling to me how much I am actually just bad at math <laughs> like it, like it, it's and like I'm not even talking like long division I'm talking simple fucking math like yeah. simple addition simple multiplication like I just it <laughs> like my brain immediately is like a tumbleweed like I can I can just like even trying to picture math things it's just like like through my brain like I I I don't know what it is that will never translate for me. Yeah. I actually really, really liked math in grade 10. But the teacher makes a huge difference too. Like my grade 11 teacher, he was fine. It's just like I was over being at school. But my grade 10 math teacher, she was fucking fire. My grade, 10 ma- my grade 10 math teacher was awesome too. Oh, yeah. Miss King? Yeah. Dude, Miss Broadhurst and Miss King were like friends, no? Miss King had the longest like tousled hair and she drove a fucking motorcycle. No, she didn't. Yeah, dude. Like she was already the best. Oh, she was so mad at me the one day she caught me skipping. Oh, but I was like, oh, we got a lunch date then, Miss King. <laughs> and she was like, it's not a date. Um, but uh, she was already like so fire. And then 
I saw her pull up on a fucking motorcycle one day and I was like, oh, wow, you're just the coolest. You're so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I think that like math teachers are just cool for some reason. I don't know. Oh, I strongly disagree. But, really? But Miss King was great. No, Miss Broadhurst was pretty freaking dope too. I never had her. Oh, I wish she would have taught me in grade 11. I think that she could have kept me. Because here's the thing too. We're just going on and on. So I had a kid in one of my classes and he was so freaking smart but he would show up to class like high as fuck because I don't know what it was. Like if it was just easier for him to like learn slowly mm. <laughs> because I think that like he would get bored, you know? And so it would be hard for him to keep pay, like yeah. paying attention. And one of my teachers just like that person and I were like pretty close anyway, just like, you know, I was like teacher's pet basically back then. And um, they would tell me like, you know, I don't get mad at him because he still shows up and he still learns and he's still doing well and he just needs to learn in that way. Yeah. Like, who am I to say that that's, like, wrong? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not his mom sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and I just like that. It's, like, I think that if that person was, like, my teacher in grade 11 as well, mm-hmm. then maybe I they would have seen me slipping through the cracks and they would have, like, sat me down and been like, hey, man, like, what's going on? Yeah. You know, like, let's – how can we get you to be in, like, a better headspace? Because I was in a really bad headspace in grade 11 and grade 12. Yeah. And and they would have known, you know, they would have seen like my how bright and shiny I was in grade 10 and then like slowly watch me like wither away. Yeah. <laughs> throughout grade 11 and 12. I don't know. Not I, that it's their like their job. Yeah, no, of course, of course. But it's like the opportunities there for sure. I did have a teacher that um uh like pulled me aside to like ask me if I had depression. Really? Yeah. But yeah, I had I had that teacher in grade 10 and then I had her again in grade 12 for bio honors. And then she no- noticed that you were, like, obviously going through a different yeah. different situation. Yeah. Yeah. Some teachers, man, I just love them. Like, I have definite teachers that that I just think, like, you, you picked right, you know? Yeah. I do think it's the fucking teachers that, like, just are willing to be, like, a little bit more, like, flexible. Yeah. And again, like, not that it's, like, their fucking responsibility. Like, I understand teachers are already, like, ridiculously overworked and there's already, like, such high expectations on them. And underpaid. Yeah. Um... I, I, I totally do get that, but yeah, it's just, I don't yeah. know, Matt and I have this conversation all the time, like, what would we do if our kid, like, wanted to drop out of high school or wasn't, or was skipping school or whatever, and it's mm-hmm. hard because for both of us, we both didn't like the environment of high school, mm-hmm. so it's like, what, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's tough, man. There's a question mark above that for us. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what would I do? Hmm. I don't oh gosh it's so hard to say because I'm not a mom yeah (laughs) but I do think that like if there was an if you could bring me like an actual reason that you don't want to be at school and you could bring me a plan of what you want to do instead Mm -hmm. like hey I want to I want to just get my grade 12 English because like basically you need English to like apply to any other programs um and I want to go take these like trades or I want to go to culinary school or like I want to do these artsy things and I want to I know I don't want to do anything else I think if you could tell me that you had a plan I'd be like okay yeah like let's do it but like you need to you know you're if you're like if you're doing this then you're fucking doing it yeah like you have to do something you can't just sit here and fucking dick around all day like you gotta yeah like Matt's more of that camp where he's like if my kid came home from school and was like I don't want to go to school anymore because of a b and c like then I would just like let them drop out kind of thing um but I I like I do feel like there's something to be said for following through on things Mm -hmm. even if it's not like exactly what you want it to be because I think that like especially at that age yeah of course I fucking wanted if if my parents were like oh yeah just don't worry just don't go then 
mm-hmm. I wouldn't fucking go. Like, I'd yeah. be like, okay, great. Like, and I do think there's something to be said for like needing to follow through with things and graduate and do the whole bit and whatever. Um, but yeah, I just wish that there was like a different, I think that kind of like where I land with that is that I would try my best if they had other things that they wanted to do that they felt like weren't, you know, being facilitated through their school. I would try my best to facilitate that outside of school. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like if they, you know, wanted to go into some type of business or some type of art or some whatever, I would try my best to, you know, see what I can do outside of school while also being like, you know, still we have like things that we need to do, like obligations. Yeah. I mean, decisions we think we would make as a parent is like a whole other fucking podcast topic. Yeah. I could talk about forever. Yeah. I mean, it's so hard. Like you kind of, I feel like you're just in the trenches. And it's like whatever you whatever you can come up with at the time that seems the best. You well, know? and it's so hard right now because like obviously right now I feel closer to, you know, myself as like a teenager versus like when my child is a teenager. I'm going to be so far removed from that that I don't know that I will be as understanding as like I hope to be. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, that's something I'm going to certainly try for. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Anyway, those are things that um, <laughs> we don't like that we had to do. <laughs> Everyone's like riveting content. <laughs> okay. I don't know though. Like maybe it'll like spark, like fire you up with something that you're like, oh yeah, that was weird. I don't know that I know anybody that like went to high school and was like, that was across the board, grade A experience. <laughs> like, yeah. I think that everyone has some fucking gripe because like there's just so much about the public school system that's so whack. But not even that, but like even like the the driver's testing and stuff like that. Oh, don't, yeah, fucking, yeah. I could do a episode about ICBC alone and my <laughs> hatred for them. Oh, they're useless. Uh, okay, anyway. You and a lot of British Columbians feel that way. Anyway. All of us because we have no choice. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, I have to pee really bad, so we're going to have to end this okay. episode. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks for not dropping out on us. Hey, <laughs> we'll see you next oh, week. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>